0: It's Friday, November 19th, and everybody woke up this morning to find out an anonymous phone caller beat 19,000 people to the Constitution.
1: Everywhere I go, the
0: people really want know who I is and who I be. They stop and stay with me. Friday bounce. Like we talked
2: earlier, like when you're in your own chair versus the hotel chair, the bounce goes deep, but on Friday, the bounce to the music goes a little bit deeper. We're just going to skim over this story because we talked about it yesterday. So a lot of people got together. If you're not in crypto, just bear with us for a second. There's something called a DAO, D-A-O, where people can raise money together to buy things. It's governed by the people. And they got together and raised $40 million-ish to buy one of the remaining copies of the Constitution. And everyone, there's a lot of energy around it. And people were like, yes, we're going to do
0: this. Constitution this is going to be owned be by to... the people. right? Vote it's... on what goes on with it. Yeah. There's, there's
2: a lot of poetic justice around it, too, honestly, if you think yeah, about yeah. it. Like,
0: hey, hey, the people should own
2: this copy of the Constitution. So Sotherby's last night, they're actually, <laughs> the Dow members, they had a Twitter space. They're doing a victory lap. And then this phone call comes in. And an anonymous caller was like, I've got 42,000, I mean, 43.2 million. And <laughs> that was amazing. the end of that. <laughs>
0: and there it went. Let's come now, let's- <laughs> Sorry, I meant yeah. to do this. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> let's roll it's, back that celebration. Because, you know, on, a, on, a, on an auction site like that, typically you want to kind of hold your cards, right? But the, the truth of the matter was, is there, wasn't the, there was no ability for this DAO to hold its cards because it was now a public, you know, ledger, space, public ledger of ledger. how much money's
2: in there. So, you know what exactly. the max bid is.
0: Yes. So Dang. all the anonymous phone caller had to know was "Yeah, I'm willing to go higher than that. And <laughs> right. boom, it's done all right?
2: over. So a little, little piece of pop culture, not just pop <laughs> culture, actually, it's, it's probably a lot more significant. Just in the fact that a Dow can raise money that quickly, that is a, a pretty, a pretty substantial thing that will change We'll change. Imagine if you did a Dow for like car ownership. Huh? You buy a car. I don't know. All right. We're going to get too heady on a Friday and it's going to make everyone turn this off. So let's talk about something that's a little (laughs) less heady, right? Let's talk about Black Friday for one second. We didn't talk about this in our pre-meeting. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know if everyone's noticed, but Black Friday was like last week. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, started, that's
0: what I felt like. I was like, yeah, did, that
2: come and came and went. How, how many emails <laughs> are in your inbox right now? Like, Black Friday starts yesterday. Black Friday starts, start start starts.
0: Yeah, the, I, I, feel like, uh, I, I feel like Dick's Sporting Goods has had Black Friday now seven times. Yeah. So. <laughs> well,
2: what's happened now? The second you see, like, a big deal, like, now you can pretty much be uh, certain that you're going to get, like, that 30% off for the rest right. of the year. Like right. whenever you decide, and it probably won't get any better than that because they're not going to train people to like, Oh, don't take the first deal. Right. Wait, 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 wait. Either way, another little piece. You probably notice it. It's probably in your inbox. But speaking of black Friday and deals. Ah, segue. So the Hague report came out just uh, a couple of days ago and, um, there's something going on with with dealership transactions and
0: values, Kyle. Don't you think? Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, just the the overall percentage raise in in not and and interestingly enough, not in private acquisitions, but in public ap- acquisitions. Mm-hmm. So the the publics are the ones that are seeing. What did you calculate over a 500 percent increase? Five hundred eighty-seven percent increase in the
2: amount of public store uh, public acquisition so that's public companies acquiring
0: stores which is interesting because there's there's kind of this like move to conglomeration but and we've talked about this you and I have talked about this in this you know need for a delivery network and a servicing network for these larger larger organizations that are moving to compete in the uh, Carvana CarMax space especially on used cars but knowing that they're that they're real, you know, that the, that the real ability to beat them is in new cars because they have the new cars. So I think that's interesting. But then, you know, when you, when you said good deals, it kind of, it it brought this around because the next part of the Hague report that came out is that um, the multiple is actually being outpaced by the actual value of the acquired store or blue sky, you know? So, there's still kind of some hesitancy on the multiple because you would think that the multiple would pace with the trajectory of the value. Um, so, so actually, the private companies are are surprisingly, even though the the dollar amounts, right? We're we're hearing about the prime acquisition by Group One. We're hearing about all these acquisitions of uh, of large dealer groups, and we see the dollar amount, but. Uh, just thinking about the actual trajectory of the multiple on the on the actual value. The mul- is, is kind you of know, actually,
2: now that you're saying but- it, it kind of makes sense because the multiple is typically based on some level of ROI over a period of time. Mm. And because yep. the, future, the future ROI is real, I mean, like we can't see much further than six months, right? And have a guess on what we think it's going to be. So I guess it kind of makes sense that the multiple is going to stay put. But the value, because... It's just an irrational time. And so if you if you like it, the exact numbers, so in 2020, there were 39 public acquisitions. And in 2021, the estimate is by the end of the year, we will be at 500, I'm sorry, 229. So we went from 39 to 229. And in the private side, in 2020, there were 305. And in 2021, it notched up just 13% to 346. So... A much, much, much bigger jump in the public acquisitions, economy of scale, unified customer experience. It shouldn't surprise us that we're seeing this activity. Um, and I think I think this could be good for the industry in the sense, like, look, I like I like the idea of things being spread out, you know, more than consolidated. I think that gives us kind of more variety, flavor, less risk. But at the same time, I think the public acquisitions are going to help tech partners and platforms and they're going they're going to show the rest of the industry what's possible. Yeah. And and I think because of that it's a good thing. So if you're a savvy dealer and you're paying attention, guess what? These platforms, this tech, yes, maybe the publics have some, you know, internal div, dev and, and all that stuff, but guess what? There's much less of a gap than you think between what you
0: can deliver on a small level. There really really is and and I think that that's just kind of there some of these larger groups and, and even mid-sized groups are are right now building a concept car and and that concept car will become a production car Mm -hmm. pretty quickly probably a lot quicker than you know what what we typically see in the tech world just because you know speed and efficiency goes a lot quicker these days and so um, just watch what the concept car is, especially for the smaller dealers or smaller uh, groups, and and see where you can start to build, build the production car from a tech or process side at on a local level. Uh, because I think that that'll do two things. One, it'll actually when when someone comes calling to purchase, you'll you'll have you will have a higher multiple, or you'll know whether or not the value is there, you know, to be purchased. So,
2: you know what I think. We should try. It is phone call Friday and we're going to try to call Alan Haig. We're going to go for it. All right. Let's see if he picks up. I haven't spoken to him in a while. I don't think he's going to pick up. Maybe he I will. Know. Who I knows? Don't know. It's
0: early on a Friday. Anything can happen. He's probably like, why is Paul calling me? <laughs> what is happening? And
2: let's see if we get the voicemail. It's the end. Allen Hag. Please leave
0: me a message, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can.
2: Boy, that's quintessential Allen Hag right there. That Hague. <laughs> that, All right, that, we that, tried. That, we that, ha- we sure. have uh, we have another we have another person that we're going to try calling in a moment. But uh, I love that metaphor, Kyle. That concept car, production car. That's, that's a, that fits this really, really well.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think it's it's easier for you know a lot of a lot of auto dealers to kind of wrap their head around um, because. A lot of times, you know, especially the smaller dealers that do. You said uh, these larger dealers or dealer groups have the dev, work, have the internal developers, right? Yep. And so it's like there's no way we could ever accomplish X. We've just got to get our ground game right. That's just not, not going to be the reality over the next two to three years. Don't believe right?
2: that. That's that's there's so many people building so many amazing things. The velocity of the aggregation of data and tech platforms, it is picking up. With lightning speed. Yes. You know, that's yeah. that kind of gets us to, oh my gosh, we're going to do another segue. Segway. Time. Speaking of data and aggregation and things working together, there's yeah. a lot of things that people don't talk about at a conference that they were talking about at the AAAS conference, which has
0: been renamed, by the way. Yes, the Modern Retail Conference, which I really, really like because it's not called the Digital Retail Conference. Yes, thank God. <laughs> thank goodness.
2: Yes. Oh, we're so good. Right? Okay, so Kyle, talk talk to us about what we were hearing that people don't usually hear. I mean, this is part of your regular conversation and vernacular, but you were hearing this from the
0: stage. Yeah, I'm, I, okay, so uh, so three big themes. And we got that four
2: and a half minutes left. So, so we got to make so you a Because we got a phone call. Real
0: quick. So the, the major themes were APIs, <laughs> data layers slash CDPs, and websites that we've shoved to these like cost-efficient models that actually prohibit innovation at the vendor and dealer side. And so thinking about dealers and dealer groups, talking about forcing the OEM, the vendors, to live on APIs, creating CDPs and data lakes that can be executed at the dealer or group level, and starting to think about websites as... As a lot, uh, a lot more expensive to get out what you need out of it from a data and experience perspective. It's a revolutionary thought from 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 auto dealers. So I'm proud of the people at AAA's yes. that were in that to the stage.
2: And it's just the beginning. I think we haven't used this one in a while, but it's merited.
0: Did I do that? Yes, we brought it back. <laughs> that's our
2: that's our nerd alert. <laughs> when that happens, when you hear that, just buckle up for a minute. Sorry to give you advance warning, but I didn't know where he was going, but I should have known. All right, phone call Friday. Uh, we have a couple minutes left. Let's see if Dan Moore, who is in Arizona, by the way, so he's a, a couple hours, actually only two hours, because yeah, they don't him on the early rise. Yeah, let's see. Is he got it going on? If there's an echo, we know he's in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What are you guys chuckling
0: about? Yes. <laughs> yes. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to the Automotive
1: Troublemakers podcast.
2: Moore, it is, you're in, you're in Arizona. We were like, if it's echoing, we know he's in the bathroom.
1: I'm not in the bathroom, so you're lucky. There you
2: go. <laughs> what what? Um, so we were just talking about AAA. Is that is
1: that like a different podcast?
2: No, we don't have. No, no. I guess I mean it's better to be a podcast. Than, never mind.
1: Um, so <laughs> <laughs> they call it a Toilet Cast. I'm
2: confused. yeah. Oh I mean, whatever, no like no this. no 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 no. So we were just talking about AAA's and how um, kind of the energy is shifting around the conversation with data and integrating that. Um, across platforms and how it's accessible to more people than ever before. Just give us your quick take. You know, um, on on that vibe and that energy that you see rising in the auto industry.
1: Well, I think um, I think the light bulb turned on and people are talking about it, and it's forcing everybody to come together. So I, I definitely think coming back from that conference and hearing you know people like Andy Wright talk about the data and, and how they need to have more access to it and kind of bring down these walls and people need to talk more and communicate across platforms. It's gonna be, I'm excited as we head into the new year, the possibilities of seeing um, that data flow through so many different systems and really helping dealers connect the dots on more than just marketing, but just their business as a whole.
0: Mm. Yeah, for sure. Dan, uh, you know, Andy, uh, since you said him, he, he brought this idea of the OEMs mandating data as the access to, you know, programs as opposed to, you know, like some vendor, you know, Loctite or or UX UI and and the APIs or vendor, how does that land on you as a vendor in the space, um, you know, as the requirement to, to be drawn to the OEM standards?
1: I mean, listen, if we're actually getting down to your performance is being measured and it's measured on a even playing field, I think that that's a no brainer. Um, I, I think it's one of those things. If you think of everything that's been built, reporting on your metrics is kind of the afterthought of everything else. It's more of a justification so you don't get the cancellation letter. So I think if we're mm-hmm. really truly measuring performance, that changes the game. And it, it it's not a it's not a slap in the face or a negative. It's actually a positive because if you're on if everything is standardized, you can understand what you have to march to, how you better your own platform, how you better your performance. So I think the dealer. The vendor communities and the OEMs all win if everybody can check the ego at the door, align on some standardization, and then execute against it.
2: So what you're saying is you're a fan of objective measurement.
1: Always have been, always <laughs> will be.
2: <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. My friend, thank you so much for picking up the phone so early. It, it's great to hear your voice. Great to have your energy. And if you want to give the people something to go out on, what what are you saying to everybody heading into the weekend?
1: um well hey first take a minute enjoy time with the family and enjoy your week and then second um hey own your own stuff own your data
2: yes i love it thank you so much my friend we'll talk to you soon all right guys thanks yep, bye
0: oh i'm so glad he picked up i know that was good and and he leaned <laughs> right in it's he exactly both of us likely? <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah, i look at to stop laughing when people what are, are you laughing what are you, at. What are you guys laughing at? Right. He just knew both of us.
0: <laughs> he's heard the podcast before. He knew what's up. He, he knew what's up. So about.
2: you're saying you like the way he
0: leaned in? Yeah, he leaned into uh, this idea that and he's been talking about this for a while, but that there that there's a stat. And I think and he didn't really expand on this. It's not a standardization of. The data that you have to be measured by. It's a standardization on how the data moves. And that's the important part, I think, uh, that, that we need to lean into as an industry.
2: Well, thanks for listening this week. It's been an awesome week, our most downloaded week ever. The, the arc is going up. More and more people on the podcast, just like you. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you back here Monday morning, ready to bounce.
0: Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I is and who-
1: Stop and stare when they see me. They consider once, no need to repeat. Run up on me, watch you fall to your knees. Tip my hat when it's time for the kill.